Hello, and welcome to Leap of Faith Podcast. My name is Lorraine, and this is Jeremiah. We are your hosts today. Hello. Hello, Jeremiah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody. How are you doing today there, Mr. Man? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, Both of us have a lot of things going on. It's good to be back. Yes. Uh, it is nice. Uh, thank you for prayers and, and thoughts and everything uh, for my wife. She's doing better after surgery. So uh, that's that's a good thing. So we're, that is, that we're is very good. blessed. Thank God. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's all, all to his glory. Right? Yes, exactly. So, yeah. So, yes, it has been a crazy. The last time we spoke, uh, we I was still in uh, Hawaii with the right. roosters. Yeah. And we, I reminded you of that today. So, uh, but I got back on whatever day it was. It was, I think it was a Sunday anyway. So it was right before uh, Cassie's surgery. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but a lot of stuff going on and, uh, you know, preparing for the holiday season for Christmas and, right. um, you know, everybody's rushing around. So for the listeners who are out there, I don't want you to feel like you're all alone. Right. Uh, we want to make sure that they know that everybody's going through the craziness. And, you know, sometimes, you know, the enemy gets in there and he's going to mm-hmm. throw a lot of curveballs at you. And you've got to have the armor of God on and just, you know, take it one step at a time. I know I've had a bunch of curveballs. You did with this surgery. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you just you don't know what's going to happen. But. I and we talked about this earlier. Uh, you know, you just kind of have to say, "Oh well." And and you uh, to me, and I remember uh, when we were back at CBC, uh, one of the old elders over there—not old, old—but I mean, one of the elders over there right. would tell stories about uh, how he would praise God in the storms. And, you know, he mentioned, you know, I got a flat tire coming back from Rockport, uh, driving my boat. And, you know, he said, but I praise God because maybe God was maybe doing this to save me from an accident further on down. Or maybe, you know, something else was going to happen. So you don't know. You don't know what God's plan is. Uh, And and even, you know, if if it was Satan causing the flat tire, but God is going to use it for good. Right. Yeah, I agree. And and one of the things, so when I was a younger Christian, I used to to tell people, and I believed that God would only give you things that you could handle. And I would tell people that. And um, I don't, I don't think that way anymore because um, I think that we're going to be throwing all kinds of stuff and it's more than we can handle because we need to rely on God. That's right. 100%. Um, We're not in this alone. And it's, there is a lot that's going to be going our way. Sometimes it's easy. Sometimes it's really, really hard. And so it's because we need to to trust on uh, what the plan is or that, that God has us. So keep that in mind too. Well, and it's funny you should say that because I used to say the same thing. I would say, God only gives us stuff that we can handle. But you know what? Somebody corrected me, and I don't remember who it was, but a long time ago they said, God will give you only what he can handle. Right. And God can handle everything. (laughs) Exactly. So, I mean, if you just put your trust in him. And again, we were talking about how I was just learning about Gideon today. And, you know, when you go back into the Old Testament and you're reading about the Israelites, you know, they got out of 
they crossed the Jordan, they got into uh, Canaan, the promised land. Uh, everything was great. And then Joshua dies and then all everything just falls apart. When you get into judges, they're all doing stupid things again, you know, and they're not relying upon God. They're not putting their trust in him. They're putting their trust in Baal. And this is where we have to figure out what we are putting our trust in. You know, mm -hmm. you got to figure out where you're putting your treasures into. Mm -hmm. And you got to put your treasures into where God is and put your 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 will into his will. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, God takes care of it all. And uh, it's, it's it's amazing when you when you let it happen, it unfolds and you can look back and go, oh, yeah, that was all God, because that's all you're supposed to be doing is giving God the glory. You do things in order to give God the glory. And um, and that was what actually our takeaway was today, which was kind of funny when we were reading through our Bible study. She's like, you know, uh, God, just real quick, I know I'm kind of going off here, but uh, with um, with Gideon, Gideon had an army of like 30,000 people or something like that, 30,000 men. And God says to him, I don't you have too many men. He's, mm -hmm. He says you have too many warriors. You need to whittle it down because the Israelites are going to claim victory because they had so many men and not because I delivered them right. through this. And so he whittled it down to 300 from like 30,000 down to 300. And, and then finally Gideon goes in there for the fight and they won because God made it happen. So putting your trust in God and giving him the glory, that's what you got to do. Yes, so. it is. All right. So we kind of went off on a tangent there. Sorry. <laughs> a little extra. <laughs> a little little niblet, you know, something for y'all to chew on, a little bit more to chew on. So so uh, I guess uh, we're kind of going off on a tangent. Do you want to open us up in prayer and then yeah. we'll dive right into our chapter? Awesome. Let's All do right. that. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, uh, Lord, we come before you at this time and we give you praise and worship. And Lord, I want to just praise you and thank you for uh, getting us through this most recent storm uh, with the surgery. Uh, I am so thankful for the many prayers uh, that we've had lifted up for us, Lord, and that my wife is doing better. And uh, we're, you know, things come up uh, all of a sudden, it seems like sometimes, and, and a lot of things are thrown at us, Lord. And I'm just so thankful that. Uh, I do have friends and family to look out for us. And Lord, of course, uh, for you to to be able to be in control of things and uh, rely on you and knowing that it's not necessarily going to be easy, but we're going to get through these things in your way and, and, and according to your will, Lord. Uh, we thank you for this this time that we have. I ask that you bless anyone that decides to listen or watch us. Uh, that shares on this journey with us, Lord. I, I pray many, many blessings on them, Lord. And I thank you for Lorraine and for her leadership and for what she's doing uh, on our daily task and in, in helping us get through uh, reading the Bible uh, every day, Lord. Uh, thank you most of all for your son, Jesus Christ, who died for our sins. And I pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm sitting there trying to suppress my cough there. Sorry about that. 
<coughs> and let me just tag on. <clears throat> Lord, take us where you want us to go. Let us meet the people you want us to meet. Let us say the words you want us to say and keep us out of your way. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, I'm going to take a sip of my coffee here. Sorry, guys. Well, it's good. So today we're reading uh, Luke chapter 12. Yes, <clears throat> and it's episode 12.1, 12.1, which is amazing because you multiply 5 times 12, that's 60 episodes, right? Is that right? I think so. 5 times 12. Are you giving me math No, that's right not now. right. That's that's so wrong. That's so wrong on some. No, no. 5, five times, times 12 is 60. It is 60. All right. Yeah. Yeah, sure. yeah. Okay. Math, not my strong <laughs> subject, let me just say. Uh, I don't hold my kids accountable for their lack of math as well because I can't point a finger. So, but yeah. All right. So, it's a little bit long, uh, but everybody just hang in there. Two, about a page and a half. So, uh, but we're here to dig in and listen to what God has to say, right? Yes, ma'am. All right, everybody take a deep breath and just concentrate on what God has to tell us today. All right. <clears throat> Chapter 12, a warning against hypocrisy. Meanwhile, the crowds grew until thousands were milling about and stepping on each other. Jesus turned first to his disciples and warned them, beware of the yeast of the Pharisees, their hypocrisy. Is that word again? The time is coming when everything that is covered up will be revealed and all that is secret will be made known to all. Whatever you have said in the dark will be heard in the light and whatever, I'm sorry, and what you have whispered behind closed doors will be shouted from the housetops for all to hear. Dear friends, don't be afraid of those who want to kill your body. They cannot do any more to you after that. But I'll tell you whom to fear. Fear God, who has the power to kill you and then throw you into hell. Yes, he's the one to fear. What is the price of five sparrows? Two copper coins? Yet God does not forget a single one of them. And the very hairs on your head are numbered, are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. I tell you the truth. Everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth, the Son of Man will also acknowledge in the presence of God's angels. But anyone who denies me here on earth will be denied before God's angels. Anyone who speaks against the Son of Man can be forgiven, but anyone who blasphemes the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. And when you are brought to trial in the synagogues and before rulers and authorities, don't worry about how to defend yourself or what to say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what needs to be said. Parable of the Rich Fool. Then someone called from the crowd, Teacher, please tell my brother to divide our father's estate with me. Jesus replied, Friend, who made me a judge over you to decide such things as that? Then he said, Beware, guard against every kind of greed. Life is not measured by how much you own. Then he told them a story. A rich man had a fertile farm that produced fine crops. He said to himself, what should I do? I don't have room for all my crops. 
Then he said, I know I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. Then I'll have room enough to store all my wheat and other goods. And I'll sit back and say to myself, my friend, you have enough stored away for years to come. Now take it easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, you fool, you will die this very night. Then who will get everything you worked for? Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not have a rich relationship with God. Teaching about money and possessions. Then turning to his disciples, Jesus said, that is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food to eat or enough clothes to wear, for life is more than food and your body more than clothing. Look at the ravens. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for God feeds them. And you are far more valuable to him than any birds. Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And if worry can't accomplish a little thing like that, what's the use of worrying over bigger things? Look at the lilies and how they grow. They don't work or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? And don't be concerned about what to eat and what to drink. Don't worry about these things, such things. These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers all over the world, but your father already knows your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and he will give you everything you need. So don't be afraid, little flock, for it gives your father great happiness to give you the kingdom. So sell your possessions and give to those in need. This will store up your treasure for you in heaven. And the purse, then the purses of heaven never get old or develop holes. Your treasure will be safe. No thief can steal it and no moth can destroy it. Whether your treasure, whether your treasure is wherever your treasure, tre I am so sorry, wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will also be. Be ready for the Lord's coming. Be dressed for service and keep your lamps burning as though you were waiting for your master to return from the wedding feast. Then you will be ready to open the door and let him in the moment he arrives and knocks. The servants who are ready and waiting for his return will be rewarded. I tell you the truth, he himself will seat them, put on an apron and serve them as they sit and eat. He may come in the middle of the night or just before dawn, but whenever he comes, he will, be, he will reward the servants who are ready. Understand this, if a homeowner knew exactly when a burglar was coming, he would not permit his house to be broken into. You also must be ready all the time for the Son of Man will come when least expected. Peter asked, Lord, is that illustration just for us or for everyone? And the Lord replied, a faithful, sensible servant is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. If the master returns and finds that the servant has done a good job, there will be a reward. 
I tell you the truth, the master will put the servant in charge of all he owns. But what if the servant thinks my master won't be back for a while and he begins beating the other servants, partying and getting drunk? The master will return unannounced and unexpected and he will cut the servant in pieces and banish him with with the unfaithful. And a servant who knows what the master wants but isn't prepared and doesn't carry out those instructions will be severely punished. But someone who does not know and then does something wrong will be punished only lightly. When someone has been given much, much will be required in return. And when someone has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. Jesus causes division. I have come to set the world on fire, and I wish it were already burning. I have a terrible bat I have a terrible baptism of suffering ahead of me, and I am under a heavy burden until it is accomplished. Do you think I have come to bring peace to the earth? No, I have come to divide people against each other. From now on, families will be split apart, three in favor of me and two against or two in favor and three against. Father will be divided against son and son against father, mother against daughter and daughter against mother, and mother-in-law against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Then Jesus turned to the crowd and said, when you see clouds beginning to form in the west, you say, here comes a shower. And you are right. When the south wind blows, you say, today will be a scorcher. And it is, and it is. You fools, you know how to interpret the weather signs of the earth and sky, but you don't know how to interpret the present times. Why can't you decide for yourselves what is right? When you are on the way to court with your accuser, try to settle the matter before you get there. Otherwise, your accuser may drag you before the judge who will hand you over to an officer who will throw you into prison. And if that happens, you won't be free again until you have paid the very last penny. Is that it? That's it. Yep. Good. All right. Whew, that was a lot. <laughs> right? Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I had my head down in it the whole time. I, I didn't look up not once. <laughs> no worries. So... Um, the very first thing I circled was yeast because we all know yep. that the yeast is the the sins of the uh, of the Pharisees and their hypocrisy, right? Oh yeah, we see that a lot. Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. We've been, you know, he's been calling them out uh, almost every chapter so far. So, um, did you uh, get anything between uh, the? I got. I didn't start really underlining until like six. Well, I just. Uh, highlighted about you know what we say in the dark or will we'll be brought to light and be screened over you know everybody will hear it's just a reminder to be aware of everything yeah <laughs> and 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 words are are powerful and you know um what we think is secret is not necessarily, especially nowadays, everything is, is recorded everywhere. <laughs> oh my gosh. But and yeah. I don't think it's necessarily talking about that, but I'm just you know I think what we say too is sometimes what we think, and it's it's a, a warning of, you know, what are you thinking about? Why are you saying it? You know, what's really in your heart? Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, you know, really, 
using a filter is kind of important. Mm -hmm. um, I I sometimes tend to say things before I've thought them out. Um, right. Necessarily, and it usually gets me into trouble. Um, knee jerk, you know, and mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. and you're right. Words are powerful. I just wrote that on the top of this column because I just felt like. Um, Words are powerful, and especially when you're raising kids, you know, and, mm -hmm. and uh, trying to do it right and navigate right. But boy, you say one thing and it sticks with them yeah. um, and it resonates and it and, you know, so really trying to be positive with your kids. And trust me, I am guilty as charged. I, you know, I'm I'm lethally honest sometimes. <laughs> So, uh, but my kids can count on the fact that I am honest with them. So that right. there's a positive to being honest, but at the same time, sometimes it can be hurtful, right? Yeah. So uh, I went into uh, verse seven. Um, actually, I should have started in six. What is the price of five sparrows? Two copper coins, yet God does not forget a single one of them. And that's true. He's taking care of all the, you know, everything on earth. And the very hairs on your head are all numbered. So don't be afraid. You are more valuable to God than a whole flock of sparrows. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, we've heard that before, uh, you know, that are the numbers of our, he knows everything about us and he cares about us so incredibly much and um, so much so that, you know, he's more than the sparrows. Right. Um, and then uh, I went into uh, eight. Um, this is important. This is one of the more important things to me. When God says, everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth, the son of man will also acknowledge in the presence of, the, of God's angels. But anyone who denies me here on earth will be denied before God's angels. I've said this before, and I've heard this from somebody else, but they're like, when I get to heaven and God opens the book and he sees right. me stand there, he wants to know, I, they want I want him to know me and he's going to mm -hmm. be like, oh, yeah, Lorraine, you're right here. This is it. And that's so you have as Christians, you acknowledge Jesus first. And then, you know, as long as you're acknowledging him here on this earth, you're putting your you're storing your treasure in heaven, which is right. said later. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I just wrote in the in the spaces here really about this. The whole pretty much the whole chapter is about trusting god right you know and and we were just speaking about that earlier and and you know i highlighted 12 uh that one really stuck out to me too where it says for the holy spirit will teach you at the time what needs to be said again yes. just kind of relying on god and 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 knowing that the words will come to us the 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 he he will provide what we need all the time well and that's like when we say that prayer when we're like you know lord take me where you want me to go let me right. meet the people and let me say the words you want me to say if you're speaking in god's will if you're speaking with the holy spirit you're you're on the right track mm -hmm. you know and if you're speaking in a godly way and you and it's all you know like I said, you have to think before you say stuff. And sometimes I've said I've sat there and I'm like, OK, God, tell me what to say, because I'm at a loss, you know, just at, in that moment. And, yeah. you know, you you, you spirit filled, spirit led, um, 
the Holy Spirit is brought up later too, and I hope that I underlined it somewhere in here. But it's important. The Holy Spirit is guiding. You know, people wonder, oh, how do you hear from God? And I think we might have talked about this before. You know, you God speaks in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. And it's always through the Holy Spirit. And it's either going to be like, like I was saying today about uh, hiring the right lawyer, right? Mm-hmm. That was completely God-filled, I believe. It was God-filled and God-led. I don't think, you know, I was trying, and you know, looking for a lawyer, it's very important to try to find somebody you trust. And the, and the reason why I ended up going back to this particular lawyer was because his receptionist was so welcoming and so comfortable. And I told him that yesterday. I said, she was like home. I don't know how else to explain it, but it was right, like somebody right. in my family that I could talk to. And that's why I went back. But God told me to go back to this guy. I, I am completely and utterly convinced there's nothing that can possibly convince me otherwise. Um, I think I would have been on the wrong track with the other person. And not that they were bad. Right. Uh, I just, But God just spoke to me like I, he gives me like a feeling, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it's like mm-hmm. I, I can't describe it. But God might speak to you in a different way. You know, maybe, you know, he might talk to you through your kids or through your best friend or your wife. Yes. It could be anything. Yes, it could be anything. And sometimes I don't realize it's him till later. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) So true. Right or wrong, whether I listen or not, it, it ends up when I go back and think about decisions or even just little things or this or that, it's like, oh, ooh, that was God. Yes. Yeah, yeah I should have listened. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. How many times do you do that? Rich says it to me all the time. He's like, "Oh man, I, I should have listened to my gut feeling." That's his thing. He's like, "Man, yeah. my gut said don't, or this is what's going on, or whatever." And I'm like, "Yeah, when you don't listen to that, that's when things start to mm-hmm. circle the drain, so to speak." All right, so let's move on to uh, the parable of the rich fool. Um, uh, some I, I can't even remember. Can did you highlight anything in this? Yeah, I did. Uh, the first thing was verse uh, fifteen. Uh, yeah. Beware, guard against every kind of greed. Life is not measured by how much you own. Yeah. Um, it's not just money. You know, it's things, and and I, 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 greed just gets into a lot of areas of life, and so yeah, you know, it's is. What I just love about Jesus and 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 the Bible is it's really simple things. It's not he's not treating the symptoms. It's the actual issue. Greed is an issue, and he gets down to the root, and it's really pretty simple. He he really lays a lot of stuff out, like really easy. And this is, I think, one of those situations where it's just like, look, it's here. This is what you got to be aware of. Yeah, he's not hiding it in how he says it or where I mean, he's pretty honest and truthful about it. Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny because people I've I've heard uh, non-Christians, non-believers. Oh, it's so hard. You know, it's so hard to be a Christian. And so there's too many rules. There's too many regulations. And you know what? It's really not hard. And I tell that to my kids. I'm like, it's really not hard to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. You just have to do it. And, you know, you've got, you know, you're like, oh, should I, shouldn't I, should I, shouldn't I? You know what? I used to tell them this. If you're, if the answer is 
no, you know, should I do this? And if the answer is no, don't do it. Right. You know, it's very simple, you know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I used to tell Joshua that, you know, when he was in elementary school, he would do the most foolish things. When I would get, you know, a text or an email or whatever it was, however they were commuting back, communicating, and it was like, Joshua did whatever. I mean, he wasn't a bad kid, let me just say. No, right, right. You know, he was just being a kid, you know? Yeah. Anyway, and I would, you know, later on, I'd be like, you know what? It, it was a choice between doing the right thing and the wrong thing. If you shouldn't do it, don't do it, you know? <laughs> I also thought it was kind of interesting. I think this is the same thing. Uh, he, I think he says, don't store up your treasures on earth. You're storing your treasures in heaven. Mm -hmm. uh, wasn't mm -hmm. that part of this um, section? Yeah. And, you know, many people live in the world mm -hmm. and they live according to what the world is telling them to do, you know, build. And God, Jesus doesn't say it's bad to be wealthy. He doesn't say it's it's a bad thing. Um, but don't put everything into that. Like, right. before I was even a believer, when I was living in Florida by myself, um, and I didn't really pray much, I would just be like, you know what? I just want to be comfortable. I want to be in a point where I don't have to look at my checkbook and make sure I've got enough money if I want to buy a sweater or, you know, like simple things, you know, because back mm -hmm. then, you know, I was living check paycheck to paycheck like so many people do. But that was my goal. I just wanted to be able to be comfortable. And I feel like God, after all these years, has brought me to that point where we are, we're comfortable. And, you know, and and I'm, I have more to give. Right. To people who don't have. So I'm so blessed to the point where I have enough to cover my family, but I can also give a little bit more. So I think that's what he's saying here. Don't store up all your treasures here on earth. Yeah. And then. Um, I think this is kind of funny. I don't know if this is pinging on you, but uh, verse 20. Uh, well, actually. Eat, drink, and be merry. I didn't even know that was in the Bible. Did you? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I've read this before because people will say, well, it says eat, drink, and be merry. Well, no, it doesn't. It says that, but it's not saying to do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, I just thought that was funny. It's like, oh, take it easy. Eat, drink, and yeah. be merry. Yeah, no. But I thought it was funny where it says in 20, but God said to him, you fool, you will die this very night. Then who will get everything you work for? Well, listeners out there, Jeremiah and I were just talking about estate planning and trying to, right? I was yeah. literally 20 minutes ago before we got to talking on this podcast. And I was saying how we're setting up and doing what we have to do. And then I'm like, and we're setting up so that our kids are taken care of after we're gone. And I'm like, but of course, you know, I'll be dead anyway. So <laughs> <laughs> you can't take it with you. You can't right. pack it in your coffin with you. I mean, you can, but it is going to rot in, in the coffin. So <laughs> exactly. I just thought that was really funny. I'm like, boy, God has really got a sense of humor that he's bringing that up today of all the days. I know. I was thinking that while we were reading it. And, and to what I think here too, though, you know, there's nothing, I mean, God, and this is something that one of our previous pastors, Robert, would always say, like, you're never going to retire. Like, when you're a Christian and you're really, like, you're always going to be working towards the kingdom. 
or yeah. for the kingdom, right? And so it, I, I, it, it just says here, you, God acknowledges, yeah, you're going to do work and you're going to earn stuff, but don't be foolish, you know, and stop working. You're always going to be working towards something and because you have something to give and, and a purpose to do. And so that just kind of pinged on me like that as well. Well, and it's funny you should say that because he did retire from our church, but then after a little break, God called him back and he's preaching in a different church now, yeah. which well, I think he is never, amazing. He never stopped either. I mean, he was once he stopped preaching at our church, he was still doing daily devotionals, Facebook, everyday videos. And on so, Instagram, right? Yeah, yeah he yeah. was still and, doing that. I believe he was still over. I think he was going over into the Middle East. I think he went over there a couple of times. Didn't? Did you? I think. I don't know. I could be misspeaking. I don't know. But I I'm don't, sure. I don't, yeah, I don't remember that. But I think he was helping out, like trying to build those churches over there because those people are so oppressed over there. Yeah. Um, they're hiding. They're in, you know, hiding out in people's homes, trying because they're not allowed to be Christians over there. I mean, they, you get killed for being a Christian. Yeah. So uh, anyway, but yeah, you're right. You you don't ever re retire. You got to keep pushing and, and getting the word out there, which is why we do what we're doing now, you know, trying mm -hmm. to get the word out there and make it easy to read through this Bible. And it really is cut and dry. I mean, it's not yeah. like this is this is not rocket science. We've said this before. <laughs> so um, we've also talked about um, the verse 25. Uh, this was previously, can all your worries add a single moment to your life? Yes. And if uh, worry can't accomplish a little thing like that, what's the use of worrying? You know, mm -hmm. uh, worry, mm -hmm. uh, what does it pray about everything? Worry about nothing. Um, we've talked about that, right? We have. Yeah. And that's a struggle for me just because of the way my brain is. And I do. And I do take medication to help with my anxiety and my depression and so it, one of the things that it does is it helps me when i'm off medication and my levels are all over the place i will lay awake at night worrying about the dumbest things and i'm aware of it like i know it's dumb and i, I you know i always go back to this verse like you shouldn't worry about it but i i can't help it yeah um without right now without medication and yeah. so that does help the the anxiety and the nerves. And I still worry, but it's not to the extent that I can. Uh, and it's easier to come back and remember this verse and say, wait a minute, what am I doing? Let it go. You know, work on a solution. Don't worry, because that's what I do. I worry about the problem. Well, this happened, this happens. No, let's refocus and think about a solution and and give it to God. and. That's right. You know, it's I do. I've this has been a verse I always think about, especially in those times where like oh, I got to get out of this cycle. Yeah. And I you know what? I, I can't remember a time. I know it was before I even left San Antonio. But I can't remember a time where I don't wake up in the middle of the night anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I literally wake up. And it's gotten better. Uh, it's funny because I wear my, I used to not wear my Fitbit to bed, but in the last like six months, I've been wearing it because I wanted to track what my sleep habits were and to try to figure mm -hmm. out what was going on. And I, 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 I'm a, I'm a night bird. I stay up late and then I have to get up early. So if I'm getting six hours of sleep in, I'm lucky. 
Um, and if I can get good hours of sleep in, I'm really lucky. But uh, I, when I do wake up, sometimes I can just fall back to sleep. There are other times where it's like my eyes open up and mm-hmm. I'm just like really awake and really thinking about whatever it was, whatever issue it was. And so I have to kind of redirect my brain. Now, many people will say, why don't you open your Bible up and, you know, and, and get the word from the Lord? And yes, that is a good way to go. And I would like to say that I do do that. I don't. I'm, I'm, I'm just being real with everybody. Um, but I do pray. But what I do, and I know you're not supposed to do this, but sometimes I'll like open up my iPad and I'll just play like a game of solitaire to try to redirect my brain away from it. I know you're not supposed to do that. I, and everybody, you don't need to send me an email about it. <laughs> I, I, I don't need to hear a message about it. But then what I do do is I'll be like, you know, I'm just laying there. I'm like, okay, God, just put me to sleep. Just, you know, Lord, just put me to sleep. Give me that rest. I need the rest. And then before I know it, I am fall. I have fallen asleep, you know, and I've gone back to it. But I'm like you are, you know. I mean, I'm not medicated, but I, I anxiety builds up, and you know. Yep. But again, it's not going to add another second to your life. No. It's not going to do anything. I think it takes but, away from your life. It does because then you're tired the next day. And yeah. All right. Um. So uh, I underline 28. If God cares so wonderfully for flowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Mm-hmm. Why do you have so little faith? And that's true. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, if he cares for the flowers and the birds, you know, we were created in his image. You know, he specifically designed us to, to be in fellowship with him. And mm-hmm. so, of course, he's going to be more attentive to us than he is to the, to the flowers and whatnot. Right. And then I underlined 30. I did I did these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers mm-hmm. um, all over the world, but your father already knows your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else, and he will give you everything you need. And that is so true, right? I mean. Again, it's cut and dry. It is cut and dry. Right here. Do the right thing. And yeah. seek the kingdom of God and everything else. It doesn't say it'll be easy. No. But he will give you everything you need. And that when I do get out of rhythm and I get, I worry or I do other things, when I finally do come back to this, once I get through the storm, I do realize, oh, I did get everything I needed. Yeah. That is so true. That is so, well, and it's so funny because, you know, uh, when we pray, we should be praying in God's will. I think we've talked about that before. Right. You know, if God, God wills it, if this is what's in his plan, then, you know, God's will be done. Um, but he also, like it says here, he knows what you need. He knows exactly mm-hmm. what your needs are. And he will provide it for you. I, I it's un- unconditionally. I believe he's going to do it. Right. Um, and like you said, it's not always an easy route to get to where you want. And sometimes it's immediately. All of a sudden, it's like bam, there mm-hmm. it is. And sometimes you got to wait. You know. <laughs> but eventually, and we talked about this. I think a couple of chapters ago. About it might have been yesterday. I can't remember. But it's like keep praying, keep knocking on the door. You know, be consistent, be persistent, 
And, mm. you know, God will answer eventually in one way or the other. He's going to answer. Yeah. So. And then we go into, uh, let me see. Oh, yeah. We talked about storing your treasures up in heaven, right? Right. Yep. And wherever your treasure is, there's the desires of your heart. Yeah. If, if your treasures are in God's will, that's where your heart is. But if your treasures are here on earth, uh, you know, that's where you're, this is, you're going to be leaving it behind here. And, yep. you know, you're not going to be able to, yeah. You, you have to know where your treasures are, where your faith is, and if you're doing God's will, um, mm -hmm. right? Exactly. And then he's saying to be ready for the Lord's coming. I just put a parenthesis around that first paragraph. Um, yeah. <laughs> what, what did, did you get anything in there? Um, well, I highlighted here. Um, he may come in the middle of the night or just before dawn, but whenever he comes, he will reward the servants who are ready. Yep. You know, those that are seeking the kingdom of God, those that are doing what he said to do. Um, we're, we're supposed to always be ready. That's right. Yeah. Cause we don't know. I mean, you mm -hmm. know, they talk about the two walking down the, the road and one's going to be there. One's not going to be there. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, he's going to come. Just like that, we're not going to even know. And, you know, and you have to be prepared. Go ahead. It's it's funny. I was just having the conversation. Uh, my wife and I were having a conversation with our daughter yesterday, our middle one. And, you know, she's like, do you think Jesus is coming soon? And, you know, we can look at the signs. And we both said, you know, oh, and I was like, what, does, it, does it matter whether he's coming soon or not? We don't know. We should live every day like he's coming the next or, he, you know, he's coming that night. And it, that's exactly what he's saying here. You don't know. That's right. He does. He, we can look at the signs and warnings, but in the end, it's like, just live every day and you'll be fine. You'll live like he's coming. That's right. Well, and, you know, they always say you should live the day as if it's your last. Right. You know, I think uh, Matthew West has this song. Uh, what's it called? Uh, it's on the radio right now. Oh, <sighs> This happens every time. I want to bring up a song and I can't remember the name of it. But it's basically saying, I don't want to have any regrets. I don't right. want to look back. He's like, I can't go back. Oh, the, one of the taglines in that is, uh, I can't go back in time. I don't have a DeLorean, which I thought was kind of funny, you know, <laughs> referencing Back to the Future. But And that's for an, an 80s or 90s person, I think. <laughs> but it's true. You should live your life without regrets. Or at least try to as best as you can, and uh, and like you said, you have to be prepared, as if he was coming today. You know the the, yeah. the wedding, the the bridegroom. You know they were talking about that, and uh, I think it was Matthew where he was talking about the servants. They didn't have enough oil for the lamps, right, but some right. of the girls did have, and you know you got to make sure you got enough oil. Mm -hmm. You know, and then. Um, Peter asks the Lord, is this illustration just for us or for everyone? Uh, I thought that was kind of an interesting question. Is he saying, is Peter saying for the apostles or is it for, you know, is this like just for us special people who's in your crowd or, you know, I thought that was kind of like an exclusive question. Yeah. Um, but God says, but Jesus says a faithful, sensible servant is 
is one to whom the master can give the responsibility of managing his other household servants and feeding them. Um, and, you know, giving the responsibility uh, to them. So this is for people who are, are doing what the Lord wants. Again, this right. is being in his will. And then down in 48, I think it mm -hmm. is, yep. right? When someone has been given much, much will be required mm -hmm. in return. And when someone mm -hmm. has been entrusted with much, even more will be required. You know, he's putting he's putting a lot on the people who are going to be doing his will. And the more you do, the more you're going to be entrusted. Right. Mm -hmm. And then I think this was kind of interesting. Uh, Jesus causes a division. Yes. Did you underline <laughs> anything in that? Well, I just love how um, he says here, do you think I've come to bring peace to the earth? And no, I've come to divide people. It's. I think it's just him being, you know, brutally honest at this point and saying, look, you have to choose. Yeah. You choose me or you don't. And yeah. not everybody's going to choose me. And it's not about peace on earth. It's about whether you choose, you make the right decision or not. And people are going to disown you and people are going to be divided against you, but you have to stick to it and, you know, um, do my will. Yeah. Well, I thought it was kind of cool too. In 49, he says, uh, I have come to set the world on fire. Yeah. And I, and I wish it were already burning. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like, I, I'm coming here to get everybody to light a fire under your behind is what he's saying, right. you know, to get people moving. Because again, God doesn't want to leave anybody behind. He wants everybody to be a part of it, but he knows, he knows man, he knows their hearts. He knows, you know, he knows the hearts of man. And so he knows that not everybody's going to be there. Not everybody's going to get in the ark. You know, not everybody's going to be, you know, oh, my gosh, the rain's coming. You know, you can't wait till the rain's coming. You, you got to, you know, prepare before the rain starts to come, you know. Mm -hmm. So, you know, it's all about prepping and being, yeah. you know, being ready. And again, that's, you know, like it all this whole chapter just kind of links it all together. It's amazing. Yeah. So did you get anything else? I think I I'm I got it all. I think that's it. I think the last thing was, of course, how he ends it. Um, when you're on the way to court with your accuser, try to settle the matter before you get there. I think that's very uh, pertinent in the fact that, you know, we really need to learn how to take care of things ourselves. And, you know, especially when it comes to believer and believer, if there's something going on, fix it. Don't wait to bring other people involved with it. You know, talk about it. And and if you're guilty, then say, hey, you know, I did you wrong. How do we fix it kind of mm. thing? And um, we don't want to have to have others take part in some of these <laughs> silly little things that come up. Yeah. All right. That's a good one. I, 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 was, I had a question mark next to that, but I like your explanation. I think that was really good. I yeah. was like, what? trying to say here you know but i think that's i think you're right i think that's a it was a really good explanation of that last uh segment so all right good job guys really really good that was it was long but uh a lot of stuff so, like every chapter has a lot of stuff but this like it, i mean it was kind of, i just love it just it's so interesting how we were talking about certain things you know before we started and it just kind of like this is what it was about <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, there were like 
I'm telling you, you know, we keep saying this, but I mean, God's hand is all yeah. over it, you know, and this, that, not a coincidence. I mean, it was obvious. I mean, things, things happen for a reason. Things are going to get fixed for a reason. Things are going to, you know, but yeah, I mean, we were literally talking about several instances that pertain to what was being spoken about right here. You know, yeah. Coincidence? I think not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. So good, good stuff uh, today. I'm just really thankful that everybody was out there listening and uh, catching whatever God was. I mean, I think God had a lot to say today. Yeah. Through us, so. Yeah. And let us know, you know, um, we've actually gotten an email from one of our listeners. So please email us Lorraine at leapoffaithpodcast.org, Jeremiah, leapoffaithpodcast.org. You can go to our website. You can go to our Facebook page. You know, let us know what you think, what's going on. Do you agree with anything that we're saying? Do you disagree with anything that we're saying? You know, what do you like, what do you don't like? So please reach out to us. Yes, definitely. And uh, I think her name was Teresa. Was that right? Yes, yeah. Teresa. So yeah. I, I did. She actually emailed me back, which was kind of cool. So yeah, Teresa, hello out there. Just want to say hi. Thanks for listening. Um, you know, we're just real people. You and I, yeah. Jeremiah, I mean, we, we're not going to be out there. We're not pretentious. Uh, you know, I mean, look at me. I'm wearing a my Hawaiian shirt here. <laughs> you know, my hair is all like all over the place. And you know, we're not we're not here for a beauty contest. We're just here to get yeah. the word out. So uh, we're just I'm thankful that I'm and I always say it. I know it sounds so repetitive, um, but um, so before we get into um, what do you call it? Uh, the little things. Do you want do you want to go into leading them into the? Yeah, uh, yeah, the please do. Yeah. All right. So uh, every day, you all know, I lead uh, the prayer to become a believer in Christ. If you haven't made that choice, um, this is your moment. Um, and this is about getting prepared and being ready. This is all about what we were just talking about, getting ready. So uh, we're going to say the prayer. And uh, believers, uh, you can say the prayer with us as well. And um, so let's, let's pray. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, today I put my trust in you. I am not perfect and know I have sinned against you, please forgive me. I thank you for the sacrifice of your son, Jesus. It's his perfect blood that covers all of my sins, past, present, and future. On this day, I accept him as my Lord and Savior and will live my life for him. Thank you for my salvation. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, so if you amen. said that prayer for the first time, uh, we are congratulating you. We're so proud of you and so thankful that you yes. chose Jesus, uh, right? I mean, that's just huge. Um, and if you did, mark it in your Bible. Again, we're going to remind you that the Daily Walk Bible is the one that we're using, New Living Translation. And uh, mark it in there. This is the day. I don't know what day it is that you're listening to this. This might be, you know, five months from now. I have no idea when you're listening to this, but uh, hopefully it's today when we post it. <laughs> so just stay on track with us. Um, get to a church. We always mm -hmm. recommend uh, finding a church that uh, is Bible-based um, and or one that you feel comfortable with. Right. Get involved. Get to a pastor. If you've got questions, if you have friends who are believers, get to them and celebrate. Uh, go to a small group, get into a ministry, 
uh, volunteer. So many avenues uh, that you can take off with. And uh, and I've also suggested if you're thinking about opening up a uh, or starting a small group, uh, you can use this podcast as uh, a way to navigate through the Bible. Uh, you know, we're, we don't make money off of this. We're, you know, this is just uh, our own time putting out there for the world to listen to. Right, right. Jeremiah? 100%. Yeah. So, all right. So we are at, you want to say it? The little things. It's the little things. Yeah. So um, we've had a lot going on with each other, you know, our lives, and we always have things going on. So what? Not each are, other. Wait. Well, no, no. Not with each other. I mean, yeah. <laughs> we each have things going on. Separately. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, <laughs> What are some things that you do to get, what are some hobbies, some things that you do to get your mind off troubles? Are you asking me? I'm asking you, yeah. Ask me, all right. So um, my, okay, so my favorite thing in the world, well, music is a big thing for me. I love mm -hmm. listening to music, um, but I don't get to listen to it a lot except in my car. Uh, I used to listen to a lot of secular music back in the day, lots of, you know, big hair bands and, you know, all that stuff. Um, I still listen to a little bit of secular music, not as much. I mostly listen to K-Love uh, Christian music because that just grounds me every mm -hmm. day. But photography is my big thing. Uh, I am a big, big, big photographer. My dad started me back in 1977, which is my other email address, which I don't want to put out there. But... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but it kind of likens to the fact that I started photographing in 1977. Oh. And I literally, literally have thousands of pictures. I'm, I'm not like, it's not this, I've got boxes of negatives, slides, uh, nice. but I enjoy photographing and it drives my kids crazy, but. Yeah, I have to wait to get the perfect picture. I take like 25 sunset pictures, uh, yeah. And so you need to get into NFTs. What is that? Ooh, I don't even know, but I just know that NFTs are that's another discussion for another time. Oh my gosh. See, why <laughs> do you do that? Now. That's like, oh my no, gosh. It just pops in my head. So rabbit trails. It is a rabbit trail. It's it's a it's a, it's a way now that you basically digitally sign a, a photograph or an item on the internet to show that it's yours. And there are ways to trade it and people to use it to make money. I don't know how. I don't even know how to make an NFT. All right, I'm gonna write that down. NFT. Does that is? Do you know what the NFT stands for? Do I know what? Because if I'm talking about, it, I should know what it stands for, right? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to call you out on that. Sorry. That's all right. Um, no, that's all right. I'll, I'll non, do my Google search. It's a non-fungible token. Non-fundable? Fungible. What's F-U-N-G-I-B-L-E. Is token. that a word? That is a word. Basically, it 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 creates it's it's something that is digitally signed that can't be changed, that shows um ownership and authorship. Ah. That's a very general explanation. And I'm sure there are other people that know way more about this than I do. 
Well, there are. I know that. But anyways. I have to do a little bit of digging on that. Yeah. Sorry yeah. I brought that up. <laughs> yeah. You know, as if I don't have enough stuff to do. <laughs> Just pile another thing on me. Add something to it there, you know. <laughs> well, what do you do uh, uh, to relax? Um, you know, I, I, I play games and it's not just, you know, um, like I have a game on my phone or on the computer or with, with the family card games. Oh, I love games. You know, we just, we, we really just, that's what we do, um, to kind of get our mind off things and, and do a change of pace. Uh, I like games. I Although I will too. say. I love Monopoly, but nobody plays Monopoly with me anymore, so I can't. You know, play it's that. funny you should say that. Gabriel just <laughs> broke out our Monopoly game a couple of weeks ago. A friend of his was hanging out over here, and yeah. they started playing the game. I mean, of course, you never finish it, but uh, oh, I finish it. Do you? That's uh, impressive. Which is I mean, why nobody take, plays with me. <laughs> does it take days to finish no. the game out? <laughs> no, sadly, it doesn't, and. That is why no one wants to play with me anymore. I I win. I win. You're a win. You win. Are you the guy that nobody wants to play against because you win all the time? I win. Yeah. 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 Gabriel won't play with me either because I'm <laughs> cutthroat. Uh, we I we used to play like uh, what do you call it? Uno. What's oh, the other one? Skippo. We would play Skippo. Face uh, ten. What's that? You ever play Face ten? That's a fun one. You know, I I've heard of Phase Ten. That's really funny. You should say that. Um, yeah, they don't play with me anymore. Spent well, they're older now. They don't. They they're doing their own thing at this point. But yeah. I still love. I I grew up playing games with my family. I mean, we had a basement, and there was like shelves down there. It was an unfinished basement. It wasn't one of those pretty ones where there's carpet and everything. Was, <laughs> yeah, one of those like, you know, you see the concrete wall. Right. <laughs> it was like a bunker, more like a bunker. <laughs> but anyway, but there were shelves with games and, you know, we would all play uh, games uh, on the weekends with our, you know, or Friday nights or whatever. But yeah, I tried to do that with my kids more, but unfortunately, Rich did not a, he was an only child, so there was nobody to play games with. Mm -hmm. But he also grew up in Hawaii. So he, you're out, you're surfing, right. you're at the beach. You know, who's going to stay indoors when you're, you know, living in Hawaii? Yeah. True. So he's not a big game fan. I've try, tried to incorporate him into it. You know, it's not no. successful. So eh, it is what it is. But yeah, yeah I'm going to have to check into that NFT thing. That's kind of interesting. Um, Gonna have to. What I need to do. This was one of my uh, to dos before uh, COVID hit. Uh, I think I might have mentioned this maybe, but I had everything ready, everything set up. I was gonna go through all my videos. I was gonna go through all my pictures and get everything organized, mm, and right, right. you know, and it just didn't happen. So I'm still at a pile of crap. Sorry, but it really is that in my bedroom. I don't think that's a bad word to say. So yeah, that, it, it is what it is. I, it happened. It is. So. Well, I think um, I think we stretched that out. Uh, we right? We did. Yeah. We we're pretty much at the end here. We said our prayer. We read our Bible verse. Um, everybody's probably getting ready for Christmas at this point. Uh, so I think I want to say this uh, to tag on. I said it last night. 
Uh, we read about Martha and Mary. Don't be Martha. Don't get wound up trying to make everything perfect for Christmas because it's not going to be perfect. There's going to be right. stuff. And so just I'm putting it out there for everybody. I'm just praying that everybody just looks at that little baby Jesus and remember that that's what this whole season is about. It's all about Jesus. Mm -hmm. And um, just wind it back. I'm talking to myself. I'm probably talking to you too, Jeremiah, where we all try to get wound up around. And we oh, literally yeah. just finished decorating our living room. I, I had to wait till I got back from Hawaii to I bought the tree. We talked about the Costco tree, right? Yep. Yep. Bought the Costco tree, set it up, put the lights on. There it sat for five or six days. Actually, it was almost two weeks. Uh, but then a week ago, Friday, the boys got together and we all decorated and had fun, ate pizza, you know, so it was a, a very enjoyable evening. But just sit back, relax, and just try to take in, go look at house lights or go if there's parades, mm -hmm. go watch the parades. I know that here in San Diego, they have um, in the in the harbor area, all of the people who, not all of them, but many people in, that own boats decorate them and then they have a parade a boat parade oh, that's cool so that's coming up this sign sunday uh we've never been to it i'm going to try to coerce my husband to go see it because gabriel's going out with his friends on sunday so we're free and uh so i think we're going to do that so yeah enjoy this christmas season just Try to see the joy that's even in circumstances, even if, uh, oh, I know what I wanted to say. I'm sorry, I'm gonna backtrack. So, and we'll probably touch on this again. You know, not everybody is in a good place right now. Right. Especially with COVID, you might've lost somebody recently. Um, you might've been devastated by those tornadoes, uh, right? There was tornadoes in the mm -hmm. Midwest. There's so many, bad things that are going on. And I know it's so hard to try to see the good, but there's got to be something good. You got to try to find something good, even in the midst of disaster. So uh, we're praying for everybody out there as best as we can, you know, and it, it is what it is. God's will. Whatever We don't know why, but it, it's God's will, whatever it is yeah. that's going on. So, all right. We're done? I think we're good. <laughs> well, y'all take care out there. God bless you. Get your Christmas shopping done. And uh, don't be Martha. That's my last take. I like that. Don't be Martha. Until, I like that. Don't be Martha. So we'll see y'all tomorrow. I, at least I will. I'll see y'all tomorrow. All right. See you next week. All right.